0: Welcome back to Ground Spirits Podcast, a place where you can learn to connect with nature, creativity, and yourself. I'm your host, Laura Lynn, and today's guest is Victor Mansell. He is a business mindset coach, certified pediatric chiropractor, three-time author, podcaster, and speaker. He is the author of three books, the most recent, Decoding the Matrix, which came out in May twenty twenty two. Doctor Vic Manso has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs learn how to create their dream life effortlessly through sharing principles of living in the quantum world. He shares many concepts that relate to the spiritual truths, universal laws, quantum physics, neuroscience, limiting beliefs, leveraging one's mindset, reconditioning the subconscious mind, and much more to achieve these concepts. So without further ado, here's Vic Mansell. Good morning, Victor. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
0: Great. Thank you so much for being here on the show.
1: I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. So I would love to get your take on spirituality because everybody sees it a little bit differently. And so I just wanted to like have this like starting point so that we can see where the conversation takes
1: us. Going right into it. I love it. Let's do this. Um, Spirituality to me is really simple. It's just living your truth. It's living your, your essence to the world in, 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 in every aspect. It's um, because well yeah it's just living your truth living what matters most to you or what's important to you and sharing that with the world
0: yeah so do, I completely agree um but where do you see that as far as like do you believe like what are your beliefs behind it like do you believe that we are that God is inside of us and that we're living at like we're spirits that are living out this human life or like how get get getting into it that way
1: Going deeper. I love it. Um, Yeah. I mean, we look at it. You know, I, when I was 19, I was, I was raised telling Roman Catholic. So I grew up in the Catholic world. I read the Bible twice and all that stuff. And 19 though, I kind of, was able to break away from it and had the opportunity to study other religions. So I studied like Hinduism and Buddhism and all those kind of things. And what I was seeking for was just truth. I wanted to know, is there one way or is there multiple ways? And what I learned in the journey, and, and there's multitudes that align with this that led to it and grew more to it, is that when we look at the individual aspect of what is a soul, right? Who are we? Who are we really? Well, when you look at it, we are, you know, the Bible says we're, right? I always say God is like, if you think of it, an octopus and you, know, you have the main head of the body, and you have all these tentacles, God's there, the head. And then we're all just the tentacles of the extension of God. And that's the essence of who we are. And when it comes to free will, and the, and the truth, when you look at it, these these things I'm sharing, this is this is shared in different aspects of different parts of religion. But when you look at, then you know, one thing, the reason why I look at it that way is because we were given free will, right? A lot of people say, "Well, we have free will, we have choice." Well, the thing is, God said, "Hey, I'm going to create because I want to learn all that I can about my I, oneself." And since it's all knowing, I'm the present, I'm the all the omnipotent, all those Omni things. Um, it's one of those things where it ends up that it's going to know every step, every single way. So instead, how about we create something out of a need rather than a want and we get created all the souls and it's not just human souls. It's every single living thing is a soul and everything. There's infinite, infinite number of souls. And the cool thing is, is that we were given a free will free choice to choose and create the lives that we want to have an experience. And whatever that is. And in the essence, in return, God gets, or all that is, or whatever you want to call it, gets that experience as it to understand more about its oneself, just as much as we get to have that experience about ourselves. So, this is why we're created in the likeness image of God. And that's the, so that's where it comes from, from a soul perspective. That's what I wouldn't say it's more, I mean, there's, you some more things starting to prove this more and more. Um, but when I see things in multiples of stuff, Uh, That's where I'm kind of like, there is something to this in some way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, definitely. I love how when we talk about like religion and then like getting getting into like the synchronicities and um, like with math and everything, like I've always believed that that math is the language of God. And so it's like one more way of understanding God a little bit more. And I love the way that you talked about the octopus, that it is like this, like one thing that everything else stems from. So I love that. Um, I wanted to get into um, Empower Your Reality. So it's your coaching business? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's my coaching business.
0: So um, would you let's like talk a little bit about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things where I um, started a few years ago, and it was something that I wanted to help unleash uh, individuals to truly tap into their, their full potential to really lead a more fulfilled and soul-filled life. And so it's all about raising consciousness levels is really what the premise premise of why I, my business exists. And to just help people to get out of these traps, these conditionings, this this overdoing. and we we're losing the of uh, why we come here and, and and well not why we come here. Um, we we're, we're 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 not when we don't lead for full life, we miss out on a lot of experiences that we wanted to have. and i and I, and I agree with that to a certain degree because, I, you know, in the spiritual world, they say once you your a spiritual contract that you have, whatever that is, you can't you can't like you, or supersede it unless it's in there that allows you to do that. But that's a whole a another discussion. But the the key thing of it is just to really to create individuals to lead fulfilled life so they can really return back to understanding the power of who they really are and how to really choose and experience what it is they want. But more importantly, from a soul level, because a lot of things I teach, I get people out of their mind and get back into the heart get back into connecting with oneself. And I say hearts, it's really intuition and using your body, but being able to utilize that so that we can really be in alignment. What does alignment look like when you're aligned with your soul and your soul's purpose of being here? What does that feel like, right? What is it? How does that show up? How can you use that then to utilize that in every aspect of your life so you can stay in alignment? Because sometimes they're like, well, we have free will, but then if the soul contract exists and, and we can't go outside of it, then what free will do I have here as being in this, this, this human body today? And I'm like, you have to understand though, that there's, there's hidden things built into when you're in alignment to what your soul purpose is. You will find an emotion that shows up, and, and based on what I've studied and experienced, there's there's four men, four of them at least. There's probably more, but these are the four basics I've seen: is bliss, joy, cal- like p- p- bliss, joy, peace, and calmness. There's like a groundingness that shows up when you're in alignment. Some people call it a flow state, and I'm um, like, when you're in that state, you're in your, you're aligned with your soul's purpose, and so that's the main premise of my business in itself because it's a coaching business. And that's where my books get published from my business. Um, And I have a podcast on there and a bunch of other things. And so it's one of the things where all these things that we do is all aligned to help raise consciousness levels of individuals. so They can remember their greatness.
0: Wow. Yeah. So I have so much to say about it. So the the first part you were talking about like the soul contract and everything. So what I would argue is that it's in your soul contract to have these desires. And that's why we are trying. That's why we're not fulfilled is because we haven't fulfilled the what's in our soul contract. So that's like how I view that. Um but then you yep. we were talking about with your four um the four things, uh bliss, peace, what were the other ones? Sorry. Uh
1: bliss, peace, joy, and calmness. Like a yeah. groundiness.
0: Yeah. So with those, my question is um to have that that flow state, is it possible to constantly be in it? Or do we need to like also step out of that. And that is also being fulfilled like that. I've always like had it, like, I could never really like understand what that means fully myself.
1: I think, you know, the way we are, remember We're also human too, right? So there's, we need to take this connected. And so, and I don't just mean that with sleep. Um, sometimes when it comes to, like with my clients, sometimes I'd be, like, be like, I just don't feel like I just have the energy to create or I need, I know I need to do this, but I'm just not in that state. Well then don't do it. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's going to make more sense a, a couple of days from now, maybe a week from now when you're re-energized and all of a sudden you nail this, you do what you have to do um, because we can't always be on our A-game. And anyone that says they're on their A-game, a game 100 percent of the time, they are lying through their teeth because we're human. Um, humanity, from a human perspective, we're, we're in a physical realm. So there is times we need to take time to recharge and so forth. So, um, but a flow state is just when you're um, there's a couple ways of explaining flow state to me. One of them is, uh, I explain it in two ways. The first one is going to be just a flow state of like, everyone knows is like athletes as being in the zone, right. Or a martial art person can see the moves coming before they make the move. Like they just know where things are going to happen. There's just a synchronicity actually in the brain. It's called hemispheric synchronicity where both of the brains are synced, uh, in a balanced state where all of a sudden it's just everything slows down and you're in this this state. The other state of flow is just not having resistance you're allowing what's going to show up in life, you know, you have a vision, you're leading the way, but you'd have no resistance. And you're just allowing life in the universe to bring to you what you need and accepting it. So that you know, because you know, deep down, this is all helping you to where you want to go and what you want to experience.
0: Yeah. So with so okay, so (laughs) my question is like, is it going between those two or like for the rest? Like, what do you mean with rest? Because I feel like a lot of times when people rest, we feel guilty about it. So, like, how do we have like do you have any tips for, for having rest without guilt?
1: Well, that's because that's that the reason the guilt's there because we're conditioned to think that we always have to do. We're in a society that we praise people who work hard work 20, 20 hours a day, whatever that is, all this extra stuff. And we've been conditioned to think that we have to work hard and work consistently to, um, um, to achieve success or something. When we feel guilty, I know this firsthand because I have guilt and I still work on this when it comes to taking time just for me, I'm getting better at it. But what somebody say, well, you teach these things. How are you not? And it's like, slow down. I'm human. I, I have, I have, there's actually something in my, 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 my subconscious that I've been working through. Um, because I have a dad that when I was like, I remember I was, my dad, my parents, I come from a blue collar family. So my dad worked a lot and my mom multiple jobs between both of them. And it was one of those things where on a Saturday morning, if my dad came home, uh, he'll see me watching cartoons on the Saturday morning. Be like, "What well, aren't you doing anything else better to do?" And we have just things that you can be doing. Like I play video games. Hey, there's things you can be doing. And so that got conditioned to me. But one of the things is you you have to shift your perspective to hold on to something that, val- that you can value. So like for me, when I slow down, um, I've created a perspective in my mind to know that this is just me slowing down to recharge my batteries. And then if I can recharge my batteries, then I know that when it comes time to do something and I don't do just because I have to, I do uh, by what I call like effortless actions, which is a law called law of inspired action, which when I feel inspired to do something, I'm going to do it. And I've gotten good at this because it comes to a point where what I've realized is when I let the inspired action take, you know, take the course rather than me choosing, I get a lot more done and it's way more effective and I'm way more successful compared to when I force. So getting back to your question then, well, how can I lose the guilt? Well, first again, you just got to reframe it. Why are you feeling guilty in the first place? Want to understand that? Well, what's showing up? Who told you that you can't relax? Who, where, where's the conditioning? Where's that voice? Because it's not you. So you have to understand that there's some sort of program, some sort of construct that you've you've either in your zero to seven years old or just society in general with it all, which I call the matrix, you know, in in, in essence of what's conditioning us to think we have to do that. And once you start to reframe it and give it some other value, like when I, like, for example, look, I I take time to myself just to recharge my batteries. For me, that works. Some people say that's too boring and simple. Well, then pick something else that works for you. That's something that you can stand by For me, I know when I'm recharging my batteries and my batteries are full power, I can do a way a lot more than when I just have one bar versus four or five.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. So I'd love to get um more into the matrix that so you have your book. Did you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, uh, Decoding the Matrix book where we some people say is it like the movie i'm like well there's there's a lot of crossovers um it wasn't intentional but it's it's one of those things where uh, we talk about what the matrix is and the matrix is really just taking um basically another term for human collective consciousness and so for those who may not know human collective consciousness is averaging the consciousness levels of every single human being on the planet and you average that out and that's the matrix it's pretty simple straightforward but um, and it's not just for humans. Uh, the matrix exists for animals and the planet and the solar system and the universe. There's nothing good or bad about the matrix, it just is what it is. Um, but what the thing about the matrix is though, is that it conditions the reality of humanity. It 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 it, it gives like we just went through um when we look at well, we're losing forest and there's endangered species and extinct species are starting to happen more oceans. Are, that's because of where the vibration of humanity is at the consciousness level is. And until we break, change that, how do we change that? It's a whole nother conversation. Then we're the states, the, the cities, the towns, and it comes all the way down to you sub And that's what plays a role. And so it's really the essence of where we're vibing, where our conscious levels are, that influences the vibration of the matrix. And doing working on that actually creates a big change for here. And the, the future and what we hold. I think I lost you.
0: Yeah, you're frozen too.
1: Oh no! Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you, but your picture's still frozen. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. It was like a little glitch there, but what part did you? I I just saw you frozen. So what part uh, did it end? Cut out at?
0: Um, I heard, I think I heard almost all of it that it's up to the individual that's like, we're in charge of the matrix. And so like, there's nothing good. There's nothing bad. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. I, I think, I think I heard it all. Um, so what I was going to say about it was that it's exactly like, I always thought about the matrix well at the beginning, not now at the beginning, I thought of the matrix, like being ruled by these like other, like something other that it wasn't part of us and that like, we were like put into these like, um, like conditions in this planet. And it was like, I saw it, like in a very like dark way. And I feel like a lot of people see that still because kind of like you're saying like with the matrix, the movie that it's controlled by somebody else and you have to learn your way to escape it. Um, But now I see it more of, I love the way that you put it, that it's, it's up to us. It's like the collective, as a collective, then we can get out of it all together. Um, And that if we all raise our vibrations and that it's really up to us. And then I feel like that also empowers somebody because it's like, I don't, if I don't like my life the way it is, I, I have the power to change it. I have the power to, to change, like how you said, like empower your reality. You have the power to change all of this. Um, part and so what I really started thinking about was about like deserving and I feel like a lot of people still believe that we deserve to have like okay let me set a back that um There's this song, I talk about this all the time on this show, (laughs) but there's this song called Happy and Sad um, by Casey Musgraves. She's a country artist and um, basically the song is that she's scared of being too happy because she's scared that something is going to happen to make her sad because how can she be so happy? And like there has to be the, the the other shoe has to drop or something, um, and so I think that that's how a lot of people view society that there has to be problems because then what's the point of living if there are no problems? And so I feel like we create these problems in our minds, and then that just leads to to lowering our vibration. And so um, thank you so much for explaining. Um, how to, well, you said the how to is a whole other conversation, but that we can raise our ambitions that we do have the power to do so.
1: Yeah, I will say, though, there are people who can, who, who influence and can, I wouldn't say control, because we at the end of the day control it. But the illusion of control, because they have influence, because remember, the matrix is all about What we focus on, where our thoughts and our emotions are. So if we get the people in power who can get us to see something the way they want to see it, then all of a sudden they can control the behavior and that gives them power. And then it just becomes a cycle. But, and so I'm not trying to put doom and gloom on it, but it's just, that's just how the matrix is. But at the end of the day, no matter what, they don't like they, whoever that is, um, don't want us to know that we have the power. They really keep us in the dark with that because then, because imagine if we all knew that we can change like presidential political leaders, the issues that are social issues that we see, whatever that is, if we all understood that it just comes from a vibrational standpoint, all we had to do is just work on ourselves and raise our vibration. It changes all that. It changes it to leaders or, you know, new technology or new this or new that it will birth that because when the vibrations there, Um, it's like someone said, if I don't act on this idea, somehow the idea comes out anyhow. And I was like, well, that's because of the matrix, wherever the vibe is, it's going to go to, to to. and if you're not willing to jump on it, then it's going to go to someone else because it has to be birthed and has to be created in some way, shape or form. And, uh, and so it's one of those things, but, um, but yeah, it, it comes back again to the power, the power of the people and, um, you know, choosing what it is that you want to experience is so much more.
0: Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, but there's a, so I'm reading this book. Um J-, um, J. Paul Getty. It's How to Be Rich. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah. So in the book, so because I had the same kind of thought too, like, oh, it's they, like, the people that have all the money, like, the one percenters, like, they're the ones that are making, like, the life of, like, the middle class awful, and it was, like, this whole, like, they versus us, and then I realized that it's, like, we're all one, and what's crazy is that now that I'm reading this book, like, he, he was the richest man back in the, in the 60s, he was, like, labeled by, like, Fortune magazine or something as, like, the richest man in the world in the 60s, and he, like, says it in his book, like, that, that the people are the ones that have the power that, that anybody can, can make money, anybody can, can, be, can be this influential, they just have to believe it for themselves. And so it really just goes back to the whole point of that our minds are so powerful, we just have to believe in that. So I'd like to ask you, um, how do we make that switch? Um, is it something that like everybody will just, like you said, like the vibration, the idea will just pop into people's heads and then hopefully they take it. Or is there, um, like by raising our vibrations, maybe others are going to be raised or what is your take on that?
1: Well, it all can, let's go back to the individual, right? So you look at the individual and, and we all have limiting beliefs that hold us back. A lot of those are subconscious. You don't, you're not even aware of it. And the only way you can know that you have a limiting belief because something keeps showing up in the same exact way and you get the same exact result, and nothing changes. Uh, and that could be, Let's we're talking about money. So let's say you, you want to make more money or let's say you do make more money. But at the end of the day, at the end of the year or whatever that is, after all your expenses, you're still, the bank account stays the same. That's a limiting belief. That's something holding you back. And there's some, and beliefs um, are what dictate your life in a sense. So it's a code, I call it, to where no matter what you, no matter how much positive thinking you have and so forth, if you have a limiting belief, it is not going to change. You have to change that limiting belief and understand what it is. For some people you go back to where you learned it from. For some you can just make the change. It's just where you are as an individual. Like for me, I don't need to go back to the 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 where it came from, although I do like to know it just for for more trivial stuff than anything else. Um because I understand beliefs are just what you give power to. So once I change my belief and give my power to something else, my world's going to change. You just got to let the mind eventually work out all the kinks and get rewire itself to that new belief. And, uh, so it's, it, when it comes to you know, the one percenters and us versus them, that that's just to create divide and, and, and to really make you think that you're powerless. And that's, 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 that's just another whole nother psych, another program in there. Um, but we, the individuals, the individual, yourself, anybody can, because money's just life energy. It's all it is. What's life energy? Well, the more energy that you are expressing in life and you're holding your higher consciousness level, if it's part of what you want to experience, you will have more money come to you. I mean, look at Mother Teresa. She was a master at this. She didn't have money, but she was being flown around private jets all the time. And it's one of those things where when you understand this game and understand how everything is the end of the day, just energy, then it's just an energy imprint that you have to get to. It's a vision. And then it's just an energy aspect of where you are and what you want to achieve in your life. But the limiting beliefs are one of the biggest things that will hold you back from a financial standpoint. And the other thing is, there's also um, that holds us back financially to be more successful is our baggage that we carry that we don't realize. The term baggage is used in relationships a lot, but we don't realize it's also, it's, it's actually in every aspect of life because what baggage really is, all it means is that you're taking your old experiences in your past and thinking it's going to show up, it's going to be the same in your future. That's self-sabotage because you're you're sabotaging every opportunity that's coming. It's like you complain about your car and then you finally get a new car. It's only going to be a matter of time before you're complaining about that one too, because nothing changed. You took the same experiences from the past, not liking one car, then you get the new stay, whereas now you're, the old mind's going to come right back. And so you have to be very well aware of those baggages that we carry and not think that you're going to get the same experience. And once you do this, start doing this kind of thing, like for me, I my, my finances really grew when I started to look at my limiting beliefs and what held me back and the amount of limiting beliefs I had. Um, and I was like, wow, I got to reprogram a lot of these things. And uh, when I started to do that, success started to happen. I wouldn't say it was easy. I didn't want to say it was instantaneous, but it did happen over time. You know, in a couple of years, tripled my business. Can't beat that. Um, and I didn't do nothing new. So it was one of those things where that's how powerful limiting beliefs can be and what can hold us back from a financial standpoint. So it's one of the biggest things that holds a lot of people back.
0: Yeah. So do you think that it's that because we're lowering our vibrations that things can't can't find us? Or why why are limiting beliefs so detrimental?
1: They're detrimental because they hold a vibe, right? So if you have a limiting belief, let's say money only grows money is all evil or money is greedy you know money makes is only for the greedy or something like that those are low vibrational standards you know there's, there's nothing positive or empowering about that um where you can say money is abundance that's nice money is abundance it's always around us um you know money opens the door from opportunities you can you can the thing is you can the beautiful thing about this is you can reprogram this to anything you want it to be like when i work with clients we work on limiting beliefs and we i always tell them choose words that you feel good with. I'm not going I always tell them, I'm not going to tell you what word to use. I can give you examples, but I don't want to hear you bring back those examples to me because I want you to choose what matters for you. And then when you reprogram that, that sets a vibe. And then you believe that. And then it opens up that door where you can now do that because no matter how much you got to imagine, if you have a ceiling or you have a you have a this is what a limiting belief does. If you have something here that is a ceiling, I don't care how much pressure you put underneath it, it's not going to break. Until you open up the ceiling, until you let go. Some people call, well, there's a glass ceiling. You just need enough pressure. Okay, but at the end, that's a force energy mindset. Remember, the quantum world is all flow. It's all vibration. It's all energy. There's nothing about force. You don't have to break through anything. You just got to open the ceiling. Well, how do we do that? Well, limiting belief. You reprogram yours. It's a game changer. Then all of a sudden, from that moment on, you're going to have a whole different experience when you truly, fully believe in that new belief.
0: Yeah and then the other part of it is that what i've been like trying to like program in myself is that my past self like why am i still holding on to something that happened to my past self so like to allow that past self to hold on to that so then i can keep moving forward um so i feel like it's kind of going along the same thing of um letting go of those limiting beliefs but like attaching it to Cause sometimes it's hard to, cause then you think back and then like overthinking, you have this whole like cycle. So that's like what I've been doing recently. It's like that, that person I'm different than that person today than I was when I had that belief and then being able to move that way. Uh, so I wanted to, uh, Yeah. okay. Uh, I think we were lagging. <laughs> I think it lagged. Oh,
1: you're good. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, So I wanted to um, shift a little bit and go into having fun because when I think of like the flow state, I think of like, it's fun. Like you said, like the time slows down, like you just have so much fun. And so I've been like toying with this idea of that you can have fun um, like 90% of the time. Like obviously there's going to be those tasks that you just don't want to do that you have to get done. Um, But... I've been thinking, with the idea that it's possible. So I just wanted to get your your thoughts on that.
1: Well, let's look at a three, four-year-old. This is the this is the secret sauce of what I do as, for, as a coach and helping my clients is I bring them back to a three, four-year-old, not from a maturity standpoint, but from what a three, four-year-old does, right? So there's two things that, that you look at a three, four-year-old and that is first, they're, they're at their peak imagination state. So they're, they're the highest level of where imagination is. The second thing is they do whatever is happy and joyous to them, right? So are they upset that you know, if they're going to have a tea party, they love every aspect of it. They're not just wanting to drink the tea. They want to make it, get the sugar, all that fun stuff. And they create this huge, like I have a, I just have a daughter who's almost four months old. And I, I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, I go, I love every stage that I've been enjoying because I'm trying to be, I'm present with trying to be as best as present. And I'm always like, but I can't wait till when she gets to this imaginative state, imaginary state, and I'm just going to dive into that world. But one of the things is that, can you have 100% fun? Absolutely. It's all a perspective because there are things, don't get me wrong. Are there things in my business that I don't enjoy doing? Of course, not. there's there's never 100%. But you can reframe things like doing this allows me to do more of this. So I can, I will love doing that because I know it's going to give me more of what I want to do over here that I enjoy. It's just reframing that. And all of a sudden it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't drain me. Like if I have to go do uh, wh- whatever that may be, um, going through a client that I may potentially a new client, doing all my research I have to do, you know, I just love to jump in the conversation. That's what I like to do. But I like to also have my research. Why? Because I want to have a more impactful conversation. So I don't mind spending the time and doing the research and doing those things because I know that it's going to help me in that conversation to really know about that. Or if I'm working through a client and we're going to call look at past notes. Why? Because I want to be more, I love that. I just like to jump in and have a combo, but it allows me when I'm spending that time reading the notes from past things and what we're working on it, that, that part I know is going to make that conversation even more impactful. So I just reframe it in that way. And all of a sudden I enjoy it. And that's kind of a, it's, it's, it's a practice to do. Um, it's just taking, you know, low value things, tying it to a high value. And when you do that kind of work, then all of a sudden these things don't task you anymore dream in some way. Cause I used to be the opposite. I'd be like, oh, here we go. I got to do these things. Now, maybe not that, but let's say like in chiro- my chiropractic office, I had to do notes, right? Just man, I'm a doctor. I have to do notes. Couldn't stand doing notes, especially if you got like 80, 90 or hundred in a day, you have to take you. And it's one of those things where, but I also knew that, hey, I got to get this done because then what, what's, what does this allow me to do? It allows me to see my patients and continue seeing them moving forth. So that way I can continue to run the practice and I'm documenting everything. So make sure everything's solid and good all right, I can, get, I can get into that. And then it just became something that it was not like, oh, you got notes. Isn't that a pain? No, I actually don't mind doing this because guess what? It allows me to continue doing this. So I can take that and I can see that and I can take the charge away from being negative and turn it into a positive.
0: Yeah. So, and I feel like by doing that, it also like raises your vibration. So it's like, it's a win-win.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: That's awesome. Um. So I want to get also into so what I think of fun I think of like what you're talking about like the imagination stage and everything and I feel like imagination and creativity are like one and the same so I wanted to know um how you use creativity in your everyday life
1: oh man there is so much I mean having a four month old, you got to get creative um not really because she just laughs at everything so it's fun she's a very happy baby but um creativity. I mean, I have a podcast I do that's creative in there. I got to create videos for social media. So how do I, my creative side is from a business standpoint is how do I take things that are complex and simplify them? I love doing that because in the world we live, we overcomplicate everything. And especially with information or people just go online and Google and read things and like, okay, that's what it is. And it's like, you know, that's too complicated. And then they try to figure it out and then they try to implement it. And it just becomes all this chaos. And I'm like, that's not how it's done. Just like health. You know, we think health is something that's so complicated nowadays. And I'm like, health is one of the most simple things to do. I mean, you give your body what it needs and it thrives. Well, then all you have to know is what the body needs and then it's it. And then you'll see the body thrive, stop the bad stuff, do the good stuff. That's pretty simple when it comes to health. There's not much to it. And the same thing there. But so that's my one thing. But um, are you just asking in general, what I like to do to be creative every day?
0: Well, I just feel like it's important to have creativity every day. Um, And then a lot of people view creativity as only like doing art and it's like not necessarily that. So I'm trying to bring more attention to like how to be creative in your everyday, just like tips and stuff.
1: Yeah, so I mean, that's that's just one part, you know, doing on the business side, but then, you know, there's also the art side too that I'm big into, I don't do art, but my art is cooking. Um, which I have to do at least a couple, once or twice a day so because um, I cook every day. So there's that kind of component, too, where it disconnects me away from the business. Woodworking is another thing I enjoy. That's just my creativity, putting stuff together or looking at a picture of my wife wanting something, and then I have to figure that out. Um, it's a fun process for me to do, and it's fun, right? You got to do things that are fun. What excites you, which makes you, you, you My With my business clients, too, is, is that... You know, we get so consumed that we have to do things in a certain way to be successful in business. Well, for on social media, we got to be on this and this, and we got to do it a certain way and do this. And I always tell people, just be creative in what medium that you enjoy doing. If it's videos, if it's a podcast, if it's a blog, just do that because guess what? You're going to be enjoying doing that because that's what your medium is like. I love doing podcasts. I love being on them, and I love doing my podcast. Um, that is my medium I enjoy the most. I do like making videos. I just don't like doing the editing side, but. um, but it's one of those things where you find what you love to do and they just do that. And you'll find that most of the time, at least in my experience, work when we're working in the coaching sphere for the last three and a half years. Um, it's one of those things where people just notice how successful they become with that. And again, it comes back to the vibe and energy. So yeah, creativity is, um, it's it's the thing that that's what's going to make you really successful. Information, you know, they say knowledge is power, knowledge is, info, you know, knowledge is what the more have, the more you have you make the more value you are this is what they say in business and i disagree with a lot of that i think it's more because i've went down that path it's more of the more creative you are in what matters most to you aligning what's authentic well what's authentic to you and aligning to those things um that's your value that's your worth because the more you can do that the more you will find um you'll never have a lack or scarcity of anything when it comes to money or resources or because you are staying in that creative center
0: definitely 100% agree um so for my last question is what do you think the world needs more of
1: Ooh, great question I love that the world needs more of individuals to awaken and to 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 tap into their potential and express that upon the world that that's what we need more of Because the more light that we can shine from our soul perspective, that's a higher vibration. And that also creates ripple effects to where then it will affect others to liberate them to do the same thing to where we can transcend and see the shift that's been going on for quite some time, um, at least the last 10 years, um, to fully manifest itself into the physical realm. 100%
0: agree. Thank you so much. Do you have it? Um, Where can people find you?
1: Um you can find me my main my hub is my website, EmpowerYourreality.com. Um, if you're a business owner and you're looking to for you like what I said resonated, I do a free discovery call. Um, I have some free resources on there, like a free book ebook on the power of visualization. Um, if you want to connect me on the socials, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. So any questions, reach out. I love hearing from people.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing your your wisdom and it was a great conversation.
1: No, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun,
0: and that's it. So, thank you again to Vic Manso. Thank you for to you for listening to this episode. If you want to check Vic Manso out, go to empoweryourreality.com. If you want to check out more about me or the podcast, go to groundedspirits dot You can also find me at it's Laura Lynn on Instagram and TikTok, as well as grounded spirits on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I do have a planner slash journal that came out today. Uh, so basically what I do for 2023 is every single day you look at a specific astrological event that's going on that day. So like, for instance, today the moon is in Aquarius. And so I would have a journal prompt about the moon being in Aquarius and just for you to get to learn about yourself, learn about where we are as a society, like a way to document like where we're at, um, as well as figure out how to make our dreams come true. There's a lot of space for reflection and it's also like a normal planner where you have space to schedule out your day, a to-do list, a place for manifestations or to take notes or to write where you are on your healing journey so you can check that out on amazon um the the link is also at grantedspirits.com slash links so you can find it my book monterey is also out so that's like a book book and i uh, yeah so that's what's going on with me it's going on with Vic Manso. Um to, I also wanted to let you know that today is the first day of I'm going to post a podcast episode every single day. I'm going to um launch a new um part of the podcast every day it's evolving, and so if you've been here from the beginning, you've seen all of the evolutions of this podcast. And so this next one is digging deeper into what it means to ha- to, for this to be a place where you can learn how to connect with nature, creativity, and yourself. So the way that I've broken it up is nature is an expression of source, right? Everything uh, from astrology to how a tree grows is all an expression of source, um, then we have creativity. is is an, an expression of your outer self, how you, how you communicate with the world, just through creativity. Even with the words that I'm choosing right now, that in and of itself is creative of how I present myself to the outside world. Um, and then we have just connecting to yourself, your inside self, um, and how how that comes together and how you have to have a clean inside like you have to like be organized on your inside self in order to then project the person that you want to be and the life that you want to live on your outside so I am currently looking for speakers um, people that want to be here on the podcast whether it is sharing your art the way that I had Mario and Sarah on um, or it could be about how to, um, if you have an important message that you want to get out into the world, this would be the place. So you can also find that link. It says call for creators, um, but it's more than that. So it's just a guest submission. That's also at groundedspirits.com slash links. I'll link it below as well. And yeah, so Vic started us off today. Um, and then tomorrow um, we'll have Marissa Hernandez come on. She is a social worker who has always been super creative. And she's also a childhood friend of mine, so it's going to be really interesting. And then we end up talking about like astrology, so that'll be really cool. Um, and then we have other guests that are lined up. And then I will sprinkle some bits of me I have a whole thing about Taylor Swift that I recorded such a long time ago when Midnights came out and I don't know I was kind of in this like funk where I could not for the life of me post after Sarah's and I think with Sarah like Sarah's w- was an amazing um guest but I don't know after that I just kind of like fell off the deep end and I just needed to go on like a little hiatus and so now I'm back Um, better than ever, I am going to limit it back to just Wednesday. So every Wednesday, a new episode will come out. Um, but this week, every single day, an episode will come out. And I feel like that was just like the, like the energy that I need to get this ball rolling again. And yeah, I already have a bunch of cool people lined up for, um, Wednesdays into the new year. But yeah, if you have an important message or if you're creative that wants to showcase their artwork, um, and it doesn't necessarily just have to be art, I have like a poet coming on, I have, um, a lot of cool people have a gardener coming, I feel like that's also super creative. So yeah, stay tuned for all of that and yeah, good things are coming for Grounded Spirits. So yeah, I hope that you'll stay tuned. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody.